Welcome to episode 43 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to explain why you should journal, a simple process on how to do it, and several key questions to help you make journaling easy and consistent. Let's dive in. As you walk throughout history, specifically Christian history, you begin to notice a trend that influential people often kept detailed journals of their lives. And some of those which have been made public, for example, like Jim Elliott or David Brainerd's journals, you begin to notice that there's a lot of insight that you can gain from how they thought or how they depended upon God during the difficult seasons. And, and their journals inspire you to go even deeper in your personal walk with Christ. So I want to talk about this idea of journaling today, and I want to start off with seven reasons why you should consider journaling. So let's just dive into this. Number one, it gives you a pile of stones, and this all goes to this idea of remembrance. Now, I don't know how many times you've thought back on your life and you had this great monumental moment and you say something like, well, I'll never forget that. It made such a huge impact in my life. And then we forget it weeks or months later. Now, I've certainly done that in my personal life, and I'm sure you've done that as well. But in the Old Testament, you see this reoccurrence where the, the people of Israel would gather together and they would stack stones upon one another and they'd be used as a remembrance. Uh, they'd be used as a tool to remind you to think upon God's faithfulness or, or this event. For example, you see this in uh, Genesis 31 with Jacob and Laban. But I want to read the passage from Joshua chapter 4 because I think this enunciates this idea of the pile of stones very well. So this is Joshua chapter 4 verse 3 and then verse 6 and 7. It says that Joshua commanded the Israelites saying, Take for yourselves 12 stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Now this may be a sign among you when your children ask in times to come, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord when it crossed over the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be a, a memorial to the children of Israel forever. So you get this phenomenal picture. The, the, the Israelites are about to cross over the Jordan, and this is after the 40 days of wandering in the wilderness. And uh, Joshua says to the Israelites, uh, in the midst of the Jordan, I want you to grab a huge stone, one for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. And on the other side, I want you to stack the stones up and they're going to be literally a, a memorial for all generations. So as you're walking past and your children say, hey, what are those stones for? You, you literally declare of God's faithfulness of us passing over the Jordan. See, a journal allows you to have these, I, this idea of the pile of stones. In fact, one of my good friends and mentors, Eric Ludi, actually draws little piles of stones on certain journal, journal entries that are really significant in his personal life. But piles of stones, this idea of journaling, gives you these way of remembrance. It, it helps you not lose some of those great memories or events that, you, that, that are happening in your life that God really does something incredible or some family thing takes place and it's like, wow, I need to remember this. So a journal, number one, gives you a a sense of remembrance. It gives you a, piles of, a pile of stones to go back to. Number two, journaling reminds you of God's faithfulness and thereby builds your own personal faith. Psalm 77 verse 11 says, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. 
A journal gives you a record of God's faithfulness in your life. As you go back through journal entries and you begin to notice that, wow, God did this here and God provided here and look at this circumstance and man, it was really difficult, but, but God came through. It begins to build your faith and your trust in God and what he is doing in and through your life. Number three, a journal documents your personal growth and discovery. In other words, it begins to track progress for you. I, I, I love going back to my old journals and going, wow, I was so inconsistent in my journaling. Or, wow, look at my exercise habits and how they've changed over the years. Or even just look at my writing style. See, they begin to, it begins to document your personal growth. And as you're writing things, and we'll talk about this in a little bit of what you could write, but if you're writing stuff about, hey, how you're growing or what you're learning, you begin to have this record of how, how you're changing and what's different year from year. Number four. Journaling can improve your communication skills. See, the more that you write, the easier writing becomes. And several people have have commented that the very act of journaling can actually help you brainstorm better and think more creatively. See, somehow in in that process of of getting things from brain to, to paper, not only are you working on your communication skills, but it lets you brainstorm and think even more creatively than before. Which brings us into number five, which is that it brings, journaling brings clarity to your thinking. In other words, journaling helps you process. I heard a great quote once, and I don't know where it came from, but the idea was thoughts untangle themselves through lips and through pencil tips. In other words, we have all this stuff going on in our minds, and it's like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. But when you're forced to literally articulate it, whether it be through speaking or through writing, it see, it forces your thoughts to untangle themselves, and it literally causes you to, okay, how am I going to process this so I can communicate it clearly? So journaling helps bring clarity to your thinking. Number six, journaling helps you process hardships, trials, and difficulties. I found several interesting secular studies that showed that people who journaled, it actually improved their health, specifically if they're dealing with traumatic or very stressful situations. So if you're dealing with severe illness like cancer or going through just hardship or just incredible stress, they showed that when you journal and you th- and you actually write about how you think and feel for about 15 to 20 minutes on three to five occasions, it actually improves your health. David wrote in Psalm 62, 8, that we are to pour our hearts out to God. And it's interesting that as you journal and, and as you're working through some of the hardships and trials and, and difficulties, whether it be physical sickness or just stress or work or family, it actually just begins to it's a, it's a relief valve, if you will, in your life that gives you a cry unto God. In other words, it's a great thing to actually write your prayers unto God and saying, God, I'm, I'm facing this trial or this difficulty and, and I need you. In fact, when you read the book of Psalms, you see that all, all over the book of Psalms. Here's David. He's in the middle of a trial and he's crying out to God. It's his journal entry in a, in a sense. And number seven, the seventh reason why you should consider journaling is that it forces you to slow your pace amidst our hurry society. See, we live in a fast-paced, microwavable, fast food, just go, 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 go society. And journaling forces you to slow down, ponder, reflect, and pause and reflect on your day. So those are seven really quick reasons why you should consider journaling. Now, you may be saying, Nathan, I get it. I probably should be doing this, but I'm so inconsistent. I have such a hard time doing it, or I don't even know what to do. Trust me, I fully get it. I have struggled with journaling for a lot of my life. I do it, then I don't do it, then I do it, then I don't do it, and I get a flare of excitement for a few days, and then it stops. 
But let me walk you through a couple things. One, I want to talk about how you can journal. And I want to give you five quick ideas. On this idea of how to journal, number one, choose how you're going to do it or choose your medium. In other words, there's a lot of options today of how you can journal. For example, you can do paper journals or you can use a computer document like Word or Pages. You can use a dedicated app on your computer or your smartphone, or you could blog or do some podcasting or videos online. You recognize that each of those has a different tone, a different feel. And based on you and your personality and what you're comfortable for, you may be inclined one direction or another. For example, let's say you want to use a paper journal. Well, do you just want to use like a hardback book or a spiral bound notebook? Some people actually find that if there's no lines, they're actually more creative and they actually feel like they can actually do better journaling. Well, find something that you're going to use. If you're looking for a great computer app to consider, uh, I use, I love using Day One. It's a computer app that uh, works also on your smartphone. And I just, I like the digital expression because I can type a lot faster than I can handwrite. But whether you're going to do a paper journal or just pull up a document on your computer or a dedicated app on your uh, phone or your computer or whether you blog or, or do video stuff, recognize that there's no one, one form fits all I would encourage you to find something that works for you that you actually enjoy doing and go with it. So number one, choose your medium. How are you going to, how are you going to journal or what form of journaling are you going to do? And is it going to be private or is it going to be public? In other words, if you blog online, likely it's going to be read by a lot of people. So maybe you want to consider using an app where no one has access and maybe even, maybe it's even password protected, but number one, choose your medium. Number two, I would encourage you to find a consistent time to think and to write. I've noticed that in my personal life, if it's consistent, I'm more likely to, to do it. If it's just, well, yeah, I'll probably get to that throughout the day, I find myself not doing it at all. Number three, I would encourage you not just to write about what happened. Like, this is not a, oh, dear diary, let me tell you about my day. Rather, I would encourage you to process the day itself. In other words, I want you to move just beyond what took place to actually thinking and processing through, uh, through all that, because it's that, it's that processing time that actually proves the most valuable. See, people have often said that experience is the best teacher. And while yes, it can teach us quite a bit of stuff. What I found is that the best teacher is actually evaluated or experience that has been thought through. See, we need to process and learn from what God is teaching us. See, God is teaching us a whole bunch of stuff, but if we don't actually take it in and, and actually evaluate and actually apply it into our lives, well, what good was the learning? So as you're working on this idea of a journal, don't just write about, well, yeah, this took place, this took place. Actually think through it, ponder it. Why did that take place? What was the reasonings and how could you do it better and, and process through that because you'll find that evaluated experience is far, far better than just experience itself. The fourth idea with this idea of journaling is to date every entry. And you'll find that this is really helpful as you look back to notice the dates that they took place on. In fact, I even do the day of the week because I begin to realize that there's a tone on certain days that uh, Tuesdays tend to be a busy meeting day. And so I'll notice that there's trends that happen on Tuesdays that don't happen on any other day. So when I journal and I actually put the date and the day, it actually helps me see some of the big picture when I go back and look. And number five, I would encourage you, as I mentioned before, but to be specific and to review and reflect upon your journal entries. See, many of the questions that I ask in my own personal journal, which I'm going to get to in just one second, help me in my quarterly and yearly reviews. 
See, I like to go back and review the big picture stuff and see if I notice trends or habits or emotions that are affecting my life. See, do certain attitudes or emotions showcase themselves in a pattern? Or or if I realize I've missed several days of exercise or scripture memory or Bible reading, it reveals that there's something I need to focus on. See, I've often heard it said that the only things that are accomplished or that purposely change are the things that get measured. So I'm really specific in my journals to actually keep some of these measurement uh, measurements so that when I go back and look at them, I actually have a gauge of where I'm at. And again, it's this processing, thinking, reflection time that when you go back and look at your journals as a whole, see, that's what's leveraging me spending time doing it. See, I don't want to just write for the sake of writing. See, I want to write so that I can grow and see what God is doing and moving in my life. See, if I'm if I truly desire not to be the same person as I am today, a year from now, if I want to grow and if I want to mature and if I want to deepen and if I want God's sanctifying work in my life to expand, then I want to be able to go back and say, okay, well, where was I a year ago? Where was I three months ago? And I want to see the progression, which means I need to review and reflect my journals. So what is it or what do we actually write down in our journals? Well, obviously this is very personal and you can kind of make this however you want. And if you go online, there's a lot of suggestions of, well, maybe write this or here's a bunch of questions. So what I want to do is I want to kind of give two ideas. See, I want to give you how I journal and I just want to give you a whole bunch of ideas or topics that you could ponder. Now, so you don't have to write all these down. I've created a go deeper resource guide that includes all these questions and more to help you build this habit of journaling. Now, you can download this resource guide by visiting the show notes for this episode at deeperchristian.com forward slash 43. Now, this will be a helpful guide to enhance what you're already doing or to help you get started. So you can either print out this sheet and fill it in, or you can use it as a template in your own system. See, for example, um, in, in my journaling program that I use called Day One, I have this template that has all these questions already laid out. So I just bring it in and I fill it in. And that's pretty much what I do every single day. So let's dive into this. Personally, I do two different kinds of journaling. One, I do what I would call daily journaling. See, I have key questions that I ask myself every single day to reflect on the day itself. And then I also have this general journaling where I'm doing, you know, I'm taking notes on sermons I'm listening to or ideas that I have, quotes that I hear. I do some um, strategic planning in it or I write down ideas for articles or future podcasts. So I have those kind of two distinct Uh, ways of doing journaling. Now, the way that I approach this is if I'm doing my daily journaling with key questions, I do that on my computer. Now, what I used to do is I used to have a a pages document on my computer and and I'd open that up and I would just kind of put the date and keep on going. And I had this huge pages document by the end of the year. And while that was really helpful, I came across an app called Day One about a year ago and I've thoroughly loved it. It gives you a lot of opportunities to put pictures and it it gives you just um, insights into your daily habits and it, it reminds you if you need a reminder or it shows you, oh, you missed a day. And so it's really good for me at least to have a, a computer version of a journal. And again, as I mentioned before, I can type a lot faster than I can handwrite. And so for my daily reflections, this is actually really helpful. But in my general journaling, I actually prefer a paper notebook. It gives me the opportunity to draw or to sketch or to make lists or draw arrows and all this kind of stuff. And in in a sense that the the option for creativity actually allows me to be more surprisingly creative. And so I like to think through or I like to take sermon notes 
uh, by hand because it actually allows me to to wrestle with the topic and the quotes that I hear. It lets me think through them at a deeper level when I have to handwrite them. So that's what I personally do. So what I want to do to kind of give you some handles on this idea is I actually want to break down the questions that I ask myself every single day. But before I do that, I just want to list a whole bunch of things that you could potentially journal about. And again, this is this whole list is going to be in that go deeper resource that's available uh, on the website in the show notes. So here are several ideas of things that you can journal about. You can journal about your innermost thoughts. Uh, you can journal about things that have impacted you like events or articles or quotes or ideas. What about your goals, impressions and ideas from books or movies or music or conferences or sermons? You can journal about things that make you smile or that which you're grateful for. What about those memorable meals? Whether it's just because it tasted so fantastic or because of an event that happened around it or there's a great family time, those are great things that you can journal about. You can also journal about places you visited or make a list of those places you would like to go to someday. I love to journal my prayer requests or Bible insights and discoveries. You could purposely ask yourself a question and then work through potential answers to that. There's journaling of life milestones and key, key moments that have happened all throughout your life, going back and, and rewriting some of those memorable moments that have shaped you for who you are today. Also, you can journal on uh, this, the specific events and reflect on those. If you have little kids, you can journal about their changes in progress. I know that my mom used to say that when we were little kids, she had this whole book that really journaled our whole life of you know our first steps and our first words and our first real food and our first... So you could do that as a parent. What a great idea to give your kids someday in the future. You can journal about challenges and possible solutions. You, you can journal about memories you've had in the past or uh, how much food you're taking or the exercise you're doing. Or uh, I love doing travel journaling. If I go anyplace, I, I love to keep a journal of this is what we saw and this is what we did and this is what I heard and that kind of stuff in a travel journal. And you can also journal about those things that you're looking forward to or that you're making progress on. See, this idea of journaling truly is a limitless idea. So those are just a variety of ideas of things that you can focus on. But let me give you kind of a, the template that I use every single day in my daily journaling. Now, in my daily journaling, again, this is on my computer and I have a template I just pull up and, and just start filling in. But I have seven key sections that I look at. Now, I don't fill out every single section every day, but it's there so that it's available and kind of sparks my thought if I want to do it. And now, again, you can download this entire list in the Go Deeper resource guide in the show notes. So here are the seven sections. Number one, I have a daily Bible journal section. This is where I record what I'm reading in the Bible, what I'm studying, the memorization that I'm doing, and then kind of the key message or thoughts. So whether it be from my reading or from my study, I want to think through what are the promises or the commands or the principles or just the life application that I can take from this passage that I read or studied and actually put into my life very specifically. So that's kind of my daily Bible journal section. And then again, any notes that I have on what I've read or studied. Number two, I, I list some of the key events from the day. I, I've noticed that days go by way too fast. And if you said, what did you do a month from, uh, month ago? I'd probably have to say, I have no idea. And I'd pull up my calendar and say, well, I think I did this, this, and this. So the key events for the day is just kind of giving me some big snapshots of really significant things that I'd want to remember. The third section I, I do is this idea of reflection. And I basically ask myself four key questions. I ask myself, what did I learn today? What did I do well today? What three things am I grateful for today? And then what am I going to do about what I learned? What I found is I want to be learning and progressing and growing every single day. So 
it forces me to say, okay, Nathan, what did you actually learn? I want to figure out, okay, what were the things that were going well today and, and what made them go well and, and how can I continue doing those things? And the reason I list three things that I'm grateful for today is I really want to work on my, my expression of thanksgiving. So that's the third section, this idea of reflection. Number four, I list the key prayer requests from the day. So as I'm praying or as I hear about needs throughout the day, I'm listing specific prayer requests that I could be praying for that day. Number five, the fifth section is I just write notes. Some people may consider this just the general journaling section, but I just want to have a section where if something's just kind of percolating in my mind, I can just kind of flesh that out through writing in this note section. Uh, sixth, I have a section of today's overview. In other words, I list the date, I list the location and where I'm at. I list certain emotions like, am I tired? Am I excited? Am I happy? Do I feel like I'm in a weird funk? What's 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 my emotional state as, as I'm writing that thing? And then what exercise did I do today? And I'm trying to, trying to keep track of the exercise progression that I have. And then lastly, I have a section for tags. Now, tags are basically keywords that I use that I can easily look up past entries. For example, I have like a a church tag for those things that deal with church and I have a ministry tag for those that deal with the ministry, but I also have goals and health and my future marriage and mentoring and money and productivity. Those are just some of the tags that I'll sometimes use because I'll notice that certain days will have similar themes and I just want to kind of group those together. So if I want to figure out, okay, what were the, you know, all the ministry posts that I've had in the past, I can quickly do a search on the tags and pull those up quickly. Well, I hope this practical podcast episode will help you as you begin or continue a journal. So here's my suggestion. Commit to writing for 15 minutes for one week. Just see how it goes. How did it help you press into Jesus and, and how did it help you build your life around him? Now, as a reminder, you can download that Go Deeper resource guide for this episode that has an outline of my daily journal template and a bunch of other possible journal questions that you can use. Simply just go to deeperchristian.com forward slash 43 for episode 43. And you'll see a big picture there and just click on it and you can download that. And I'd love to hear your thoughts about this podcast. Please leave me an honest rating and review this podcast on the Apple podcast, formerly known as iTunes website. I love to hear one way how this podcast has helped you build your life around Jesus. Now, for those who leave a comment through the month of November, I am going to give away five special thank you gifts made up of three of my favorite books. So all you have to do is leave a rating and review on iTunes and you'll be entered to, to win one of these five gift sets. Now, if you've already left a comment, thank you for doing so and know that you're already entered. But for those who would like a direct link to leave a rating and review, you can go to deeperchristian.com forward slash iTunes, all one word, I-T-U-N-E-S, and it'll take you to a direct link to the website where you can do a ratings and review. Well, until next time, Thanks for listening and know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.